the software is $100 a month per support team member. And then our kind of customer success packages, you know, started around $500, uh, you know, a month. So the $14,000 a year average ACV, you're saying about 100 per month. That's so a 1200 of the 14,000 you'd say is true SaaS. The rest is kind of services. Yes. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Justin Winter. He's the co-founder and CEO of Boostopia, a SaaS platform that allows you to manage your newly work-from-home customer support team with the world's first support department operations platform. Previously, he was a CEO of Diamond Candles and went to Liberty University. Justin, you ready to take us to the top? I am. How the heck do you go from wax and candles to SaaS customer support? Yeah, yeah, good question. So, you know, one of the challenges about scaling that company over the course of four or five years to about 22 million a year was really growing and scaling the support operation. So I was the first support agent myself and, uh, you know, very slowly became the manager and as the CEO kind of got to see it from all these different angles. And, um, you know, that's kind of what led to our experience there, you know, feeling the pain day to day of having a bunch of people to manage trying to figure out how to you know, improve the customer experience, you know, whatever that really meant in practice. Um, and then certainly dealing with the, you know, exploding costs of having to continue to hire uh, a ton of people. So after talking to a lot of other companies where we found it was kind of the same experience, we realized that there was a huge opportunity here to help a lot of people and make a good business. So, so wrap up the diamond candle story first before we focus on Bustopia. So what, what happened? Best year was 22 million in sales. What year was that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that would have been around uh, 2015 or so. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, it was really a side project with me and uh, the two other founders on the side. Uh, one of the founders there had an idea to put a, a ring, a piece of jewelry down embedded inside of a candle, and you would have to burn it down to find the, the ring and like, like a real piece of jewelry ring, right? And the ring would be worth uh, at least $10, but it could be worth up to as much as 100 or a uh, thousand or even five thousand dollars. So, um, needless to say, women were quite excited. Uh, you know, <laughs> jewelry, right? Um, and uh, and we we were a very early Shopify customer back when Shopify was just a blip on the radar. So we were kind of like direct to consumer 1.0 back in the day. Um, and uh, and yeah, it, we were completely bootstrapped. We manufactured the products ourselves, and um, you know, it was no wholesale, just direct to consumer. 
Um, lots of direct response marketing, email, conversion rate optimization, all those best practices and, uh, you know, growing the business. So it was a lot of fun. So what, so sorry, you exited or sold it or what? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Got it. Got it. Back in about 16, uh, I believe it was. And yeah. was that founding year for Boostopia as well? Uh, I believe, uh, it technically might've been. Yeah. I, so I did, I took about six months off between things, uh, just doing kind of management consulting, uh, freelance while I was figuring out what the next thing would be. And, uh, yeah, I think it was about six months later before, uh, Boostopia officially started. Yeah. Did you start writing this code when in diamond candles to serve your support need and you had to spin the code out? So, so we didn't, um, Boostopia has had an interesting founding story, uh, as well. So one of the challenges was that um, me and my other two partners here now in Bustopia were employees at the candle company, so it's, it's different partners. Um, but initially, we, we had an acute understanding of the problem, but we didn't have a clear vision as to what the productized solution looked like. So we started off for the first couple of years basically just being uh, an agency service, um, almost like a kind of fractional uh, support managers. Um, and... That's what, you know, after about two years or so, uh, led to kind of a strong uh, point of view on a product roadmap. And we recruited our uh, second, uh, our kind of our, our fourth and final co-founder, our head of engineering, uh, a little over a year ago. And then that's when we actually started writing code. So up until that point, um, we were, uh, uh, to some extent, faking it until we, till we could make it, right? Um, and we're doing some creative things to, uh, you know, create value uh, and kind of productize the service a little bit and have that be our our springboard into bootstrapping into getting the company going. So this full support suite now, what are folks paying on average to use it each month? Are we talking enterprise, SMB, mid? So uh, SMB. So we're really focused on companies that have uh, as little as one person at the company doing 30 minutes a day worth of support volume, right? So in some cases, that's a founder, right? Yeah. And and then we're kind of up to the point now where, uh, you know, uh, we have companies with around 30 or so full-time support agents. So what we're doing already exists at the enterprise. If you have hundreds of support team members, but there's really no solution for support operations and management teams, um, if you have you know between one and you know uh, really a hundred uh, you know team members, so so that's kind of what we're focusing on. Uh, we're not vertical specific, although we have a lot of e-commerce uh, you know uh, customers you know that we're working with. So what does that translate to, Justin, in terms of the average amount the customer is paying you per month? Yep. yep. Uh, so, uh, there are, uh, our average customer right now, uh, with us per year spends about 13, $14,000. Um, the, uh, right. Uh, we're getting ready to transition here, but up until this point, we've required that any, uh, in order to buy the software, you have to buy one of our kind of customer success add-ons, uh, which is our support coaching, uh, kind of add-on. Uh, and we've, you know, we've used that approach to slowly transition to software only while the software has become more mature. So uh, the software is uh, $100 a month per support team member. And then our kind of customer uh, success packages, you know, started around $500, uh, you know, a month. So the $14,000 a year average ACV, you're saying about 100 per month. That's a 1200 of the 14,000 you'd say is true SaaS, the rest is kind of services? Uh, yes, yes. And then we have a, a couple kind of um, onboarding jumpstart type, uh, you know, service options for people. Like a lot of people will come to us with a, uh, you know, they've just flipped on Zendesk or some ticketing system, but there's been no work to really optimize that and configure that for the business. So, uh, we've got to help them go from like turning it on 
to tuned in within 30 days. So uh, we have a couple options there, um, but but yeah, probably we're about you know probably about 25% of revenue uh, right now is software only, um, and probably about 75% is services. And we basically have a transition plan to where uh, over the next 24 months that basically flips. Mm-hmm. Yep, no, it makes a lot of sense. And so since 2016, how many customers have you signed up on the software? Uh, yeah, so um, the software has been live. Uh, uh, so uh, the the actual software, once uh, we launched that, we launched uh, the software component back um, in beta with our existing kind of service-only customers um, in October of this past year. So um, so right now we're um, you know at uh, just a little north of uh, 30 customers. Okay, great, 30 folks. So this is a smart way to get a, boot, a company going. The, the largest SaaS companies today, they usually start as some form of agency and they slowly morph into a more predictable software-oriented solution. So it sounds like that's the approach that you guys have taken today with 30 customers. You say they pay about 100 bucks a month on the SaaS side. So what is that like to, to, in terms of MRR today? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so they they pay. Uh, so, probably our average uh, customer has maybe th- uh, three or four uh, team members. So, okay, so you're like, like ten grand a month in software SaaS. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we're uh, we're north of thirty uh, k uh, total uh, per month, but yeah, the software only is around around ten. That's great. Okay, so I love this. Um, I, I assume because you've been scrappy with getting cash up front with consulting that you figured out a way to keep all your equity and bootstrap this. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, love that. Okay. And so what's the team look like today? How many people? Yep. So five people, uh, one full-time engineer, me doing sales product miscellaneous. Um, and we have two people, uh, running the, uh, support coaching, um, uh, and onboarding kind of the, the, the customer success department basically. Uh, and then, uh, we have our uh, head of design who's, you know, uh, marketing product design. Uh, and then we're, uh, about to start hiring for two more people uh, next week. That's uh, great. Congrats. And are yeah, you operating basically right at break even? You're reinvesting everything? Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, Top Tribe. Many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Now you only have, it sounds like six to eight months of total data here, but do you have a good sense on just the software side? What, what monthly churn looks like? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I would say right now, um, you know, we've been, uh, we've, uh, we've been coming from annual regre- uh, agreements, uh, basically on everything because we've had that service component. So we're uh, just now looking at kind of planning, beginning to you know loosen those requirements as the software can better stand on its own. So you know right now we're we're probably in the um, you know on an annualized basis uh, you know coming from the the services piece you know we're probably like twenty percent something like that um, and you know we anticipate we will you know pretty quickly be slipping into standard uh, 
uh, you know, software, uh, you know, kind of churn numbers um, once, you know, as that continues to develop. Uh, even actually this week, a new product module, uh, you know, we launched. So um, that's going to be a lot more workflow oriented. So it's a uh, uh, so it's moving that direction. And over the past 12 months, how much revenue have you guys been able to generate just from the consulting side to fuel the growth of the SaaS company? Uh, yeah, so the um, uh, we haven't positioned any of what we've been doing for the past couple of years as consulting per se. It's been kind of these um, you know monthly uh, kind of packages uh, of these like fractional services. So um, from there... You know, we've just been moving and kind of the ACV, we've been keeping it uh, constant and just kind of slowly as we've introduced the software, uh, just breaking that out uh, kind of separately. So uh, we're um, so we're uh, kind of kind of in transition there. So it's, it's basically gone from October up until October. You know, it was technically 100 percent services revenue because there was no software to use. How, how much was there pre-October, though? That's what I'm asking. Oh, oh, oh uh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, so so we were uh, in the uh, low low twenties uh, per month uh, total, um, and we, we had some back end software with like some manual uh, reporting type stuff, but nothing that anyone could really log into up until that point. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it sounds like again, if you get really going in twenty sixteen, you build this kind of fractional productized ish consulting where you're doing yes. call it you know five, you know twenty grand a month in revenue as as uh, early as just this past October. It sounds like you're able to generate 100, 200 grand in cash over that time frame to reinvest in the software. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Okay, so you're growing, you're scaling, you got your first 30 customers, you're getting them from a lot of them from your consulting work. For people, I mean, what is the growth plan? How do you onboard people like efficiently at a high velocity directing to the SaaS product? Yeah, yeah. So um, right now, um, you know, our our sales team, uh, which is largely me, um, you know, we are kind of um, uh, kind of premium onboarding service packages. Um, you know, we're able to create a lot of value uh, there. So the majority of our customers are choosing one of those. And so we have our kind of uh, our onboarding specialist on the team who's running a 30 day onboarding. Um, and, you know, we kind of have that modeled out in terms of how many uh, of those each onboarding head can handle. And for us, given the unit economics of that, um, that piece, and actually, that's one of the, the hires we're going to be making here again soon. Um, because uh, for the past couple of months, our business is starting to to take off. Um, so we're we're getting uh, pretty packed with things. Um, so so right now, at least, um, we are on the trajectory of a traditional like enterprise SaaS uh, kind of uh, you know onboarding only path over the course of thirty days to do things. Um, but the plan in the future is um, as we build the engineering team, we will eventually migrate to uh, you know building out the self service. Uh, kind of sign up component of the product and start driving, you know, product qualified leads that way to, you know, an inside sales team as opposed to, um, you know, driving you know, demos, you know, from the front end. Do you have an idea today of what it costs you to get a new hundred dollar a month customer or three hundred dollar a month customer if it's three seats? Uh, yes. Um, so our uh, uh, we basically have three channels now. So referrals and word of mouth, uh, outbound sales development, and then we um, are just uh, actually launching our first uh, paid. Uh, lead gen campaigns uh, next week, um, which is going to be getting going. So up to this point, most of our expense has uh, really been that sales development component. So uh, we're that's we're, just you though, right? Uh, so so uh, so it's some tools, and then we have some uh, contractors that help with a lot of that the, the manual components of sales development to scale my time a bit more. Uh, so uh, so so yeah. So the uh, the numbers aren't super locked down right now. Uh, needless to say, but the 
um, uh, our kind of onboarding options and the margin there, uh, we're basically, you know, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of margin to play with to kind of break even on that first month. Um, so we're not having to look at a multi-month payback period. Yeah. So, so what, I mean, what, again, you're, what you're saying is you might be able to spend 200, 300, 500, even a thousand bucks to get a $300 a month customer, but you upsell them, you know, consulting packages basically to get your payback down to basically instant. It, but, but what is the number? Like if you had to quantify, you know, the salaries of the two other people you have helping you divided by new customers per month, like what is the actual cost to get a $300 a month customer? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we're probably in the range of, um, uh, and it, it's all in flux right now. That's why I don't have the, uh, like a, a good solid immediate number. Um, I, I believe we're, we're probably in the, um, uh, like $500, uh, range, I believe is where it's at right now. Yeah. That works nicely, obviously with the, the upsell. Plus, even if you didn't have any upsells, you get paid back there in two months. So it works. Justin, good stuff. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, with, with a classic, uh, a four hour work week. Uh, one of my favorites. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, so, uh, I've been following a lot of, uh, uh, Stuart Butterfield stuff, uh, Slack, uh, kind of that product led focus as I move into more of a, a product leader role and out of sales as we continue to grow. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a business? Uh, notion. Number four, how many hours of sleep you get every night? Eight. That's good. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? I think I saw a ring. Uh, yeah, married, no kids. No kiddos. Okay, and how old are you? Uh, I am 32. 32. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Enjoy the journey. Uh, don't don't rush it. Uh, slow down, relax. There's going to be several at bats. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. Justin Winter, Diamond Candles. Grew that business about 22 million bucks in sales in 2015 before exiting it. 2016 said, you know what? We got to solve a problem that we had at Diamond Candles. Support, support, support. They started doing a lot of productized consulting work to generate about $200,000 of cash flow to fuel the launch of their now SaaS product. They've got about 30 customers paying 30 or 300 bucks a month. So call it $10,000 a month in SaaS revenue, another 20 grand a month in kind of this productized uh, module uh, thing that they're upselling, looking to transition to almost 100% pure SaaS here over the next 12 months. They've hustled. There's a team of five of them. They've done this all bootstrap. Justin, we're rooting for you. Thanks for taking us to the top. Glad to be here. Thanks.